Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode. Live Let Thrive. What is up, Micah, man? I'm chilling, Stevie Stacks. How you doing? Good. I'm doing great, man. Just woke up from a nap, so I'm getting my coffee in me, ready to ready to throw down on this podcast. A midday nap. You can't beat that. You're living a good life. <laughs> I guess so, man. Uh, this is episode 160 of your favorite Airbnb, VRBO, Turo, Lyft, Share Economy, Podcast, Real Estate, all that in the world. And we're coming at you live from Fort Worth and Arlington, Texas. What's up, y'all? Man, how's it been, Stevie Stacks? It's been a little minute since of me and you, and right? I think, yeah, yeah, it has a couple weeks. It's, it, yeah, it's been, it's been, yeah, a few weeks. Um, it's, it's been going good, man. Uh, just doing the, getting the arbitrages up and running, and um, that's pretty. You know, as you do something, you get more efficient with it. You, you, you see what you gotta, you know, you see like red flags, and you see uh, warning signs, and you see like uh, green flags. You know, just. Uh, things you say okay this is what we want to look for and, and it's just been um it's a learning process and hey the main thing we're, is we're profiting so that's the big part there you go gotta be profiting so how are you how many are you up to now uh six arbitrages and yeah. you're moving, dude. Growing Congratulations. Got one you're moving and talk and talks on the next one so that's dope so, yeah dude. yeah right, real quick funny story man okay go ahead <laughs> We're going to dive into it today. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff, especially the Clubhouse live event that you went to that was off the chain, rubbing shoulders, rubbing elbows with, mil- with millionaires and billionaires. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did say something cool about that. We'll dive into that after my funny story. But you did okay. say it was something that stood out. You like you put on Facebook. He goes, you know, you said you enjoyed being the dumbest person in the room. I thought that was pretty powerful. Yes, sir. And, and so um, anyway, and, and everybody knows Michael's a really smart dude. So that must've been a smart ass room. And uh, <laughs> so anyways, a funny story. It just happened today, actually. Um, um, the VA, cause two of my units are still, are still being run by a, a service, you know, and they're using the VAs to, to do most of the work and that's fine. You know, they're, they're growing their, their business. That's cool. And, um, so the VA reached out to me, uh, Hey Steven. Um, so, uh, this, this lady said that, uh, a, a sofa broke on its own at, at one of your units. Um, do you want to charge them or just let it go? And I was like, well, I didn't get any, any more information than that. <laughs> and she sent me like a, a message from this person and it said, hi, you know, um, the, uh, the, the, what's it called? The armrest, uh, one of the armrests on the sofa, fell fell off on its own accord we didn't do anything uh sorry to bring it up and and have a nice day and i was like let me dig in a little further so i looked up this person's uh profile zero you know they just started airbnb zero reviews all this red flag stuff and i'm like uh you know i said i'm leaning towards charging them um any more any more information give me oh yeah well we just charged them uh, 250 dollars for smoking weed inside the place and so i was like why didn't you tell me that first? I would have been able to <laughs> answer easier. You know, I was like, well, if they're in there smoking pot and hanging out, then uh, they might have, they might have broke the damn sofa. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so anyways, I just like, it's just, it's just dealing with these VAs. It's, it's a little, um, a little backwards, but, um, yeah. so yeah, the, I, I told her to charge him for the sofa and, um, but sofa still functional. Thank goodness. Just uh, even I sent a picture to, to Sarah. She's like, I ah, just push it against the wall and put the side table on the other side. They'll never, <laughs> they'll never notice it. <laughs> and hopefully I get paid out 350 bucks for a new sofa. So we'll see how that goes. So, okay. So your new units, are they all in Dallas? Yeah. Yeah. They're all in Dallas. Okay. So with that being said, have you been watching the news? I saw the article you sent me. Yeah. Yeah. They're starting to do the Arlington thing. I, I see, and I don't know if they're going to lean that way or not, not, you know, and I was, uh, so, you know, we just picked up, I think seven units, five are coming after April 9th. I'm going to, the five are going to be ready for the move on. I'm either going to use Sarah, or this lady from clubhouse that I met. Um, uh, so I'm kind of like, I was kind of hesitant, like, dang, should I not go get them? Should I get them? 
Um, you know, and, and I'm still doing the 30 day play a little bit, but I just, the only reason I like the short term play is because, uh, which I have my own website. So I don't really worry about it too much. Um, I do like the fact that I can, you know, do short term in between the long term. So I don't, I'm not always looking for a long term. So I was just wondering, are you kind of hesitant or are you going all in? Um, only reason I was kind of hesitant is because it's, I'm about to pick it up in the middle of the regulation, then it hits, and I'm like, Damn, you mm, know what I mean? Yeah. So what's your thought process? I, I guess the way we should um, – we've, we've talked about it in the past is approaching this business is always make sure it works first as a long-term rental. And then if it works as a, as a short-term rental, you know, Airbnb, that's like icing on the cake. And so if you go into these deals, you find a place, for, I don't know, for a thousand bucks a month, but you know, you can at least get 1800 bucks a month on, you know, furnished finder or whatever, long-term 30 days or more. But you see it as an Airbnb making you 25 to 3000 a month, you know, yeah, that would be great money. But if, like you said, if regulations hit, at least I can get, you know, at least I can make something on it. You know, at least I can make 1800 bucks, 15 to 1800, whatever, whatever that dollar amount is. So I always go into it like we've discussed before has to make sense as a long-term rental because I mean, anywhere regulations can hit, man. I mean, Dallas was like the safest bet for a long time. And um, another thing with the articles I'm seeing, and I don't, it's hard to tell which way it'll swing, but it looks like they just want them out of the neighborhoods, out of the houses. You know, they don't want, they don't want Airbnbs that had um, people's houses anymore because it's, you know. And that's what I was kind of looking at too. But then, you know, host compliance, they bring that into the play. That's where the problem lies. So I'm like, that's where I was like, mm, I don't know. So I, so it's, it's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm going to keep my eye on it. Um, I think I'm going to still get the units up because um, I'm going to be told, man, I'm going to be real busy because I'm going to have six more at one time furnishing them up and getting them up. So I think I'm going to still move on it. And then uh, if anything hits the fan, you know, we'll be ready to pivot. So, and, and here's, yeah. And here's one thing that, that we've been, and I've told you before on the show, we've been looking for units that are already, already furnished. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. So something like that happens. And of course we write it in the contracts. Hey, if the city or if the HOA, whatever shuts us down, we can, you know, 30 days notice we're gone. And um, so always have that in the contract. And then plus, if it's already fully furnished, then hey, we didn't buy nothing. We just leave. Peace out. You know, that's 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 what I've been looking for. Even if I have to pay a premium for that. I think it's it's a good um, it's a it's a safer bet. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. Good move because I've, I've been watching it. So I'm just kind of yeah. keeping my eye on it. But yeah, I'd be a little nervous too if I'm about to spend five G's on each unit, seven units. That's thirty five grand. I'd, I'd be a little nervous about doing that if. If regulation might come down the pipe, you know. Dude, I met a lady who is partnered with major furniture stores in the Dallas Fort Worth area, and she's charging people like thirty five hundred for full setup. And she'll Better. set it up. For, she'll set it up for you and everything. Yeah, she has short term rentals of her own. She's based, I haven't seen her work yet, and you know, so I can't compare it. So I, I she, but she talked to me. I talked to her at Clubhouse Live. She's uh she's had a few quite a few units herself, so I was like, oh snap! But she's her her advantage is she's partnered with these furniture companies, so she can get it in quick. But yeah, that was one little plug. So it, it was just great to be in an environment where you could just find a connection for everything. You know what I mean? There's just so much power in the room. Mm. Oh, yeah. All right, so so yeah, let's jump into that clubhouse clubhouse live event. How how was what is it? First of all, what was it? First of all, and and how did it go? Uh, it was hosted by our good friend of the podcast, Alvin Hope Johnson. He uh, pretty much got everyone. He just pretty much made an event at Texas Live. He, it was originally scheduled for the Snowmageddon weekend. <laughs> so we had to, re- he had to reschedule it. So, man, it was just awesome. People flew in from New York, from Atlanta. Uh, man, I'm talking. We've had, man, I met Jay Massey. I met Poppy Massey. Jay met, Massey was there? Hell yeah, man. Heavy hitters were there, man. Oh, shit. I met Jay Massey. Uh, I met uh, TJ, who's been on the podcast. I met I met uh, Alvin, of course. I have to rub shoulders with Alvin. Uh, and then uh, it was quite a few people. And then I got some heavy hitters coming to the show off this connection. But it, it was just awesome. It was just a straight real estate environment. Short-term rentals, long-term rentals, multifamily development. Uh, just everything you could possibly imagine and possibly imagine uh how to build up line of credit how to trade your personal credit for business credit like how to get millions of dollars in lines of credit funded i was just like man my mind was blown <laughs> of the stuff i learned so 
I, I, I'm going to implement it first before I put it out there, what I learned. So I want to implement it, see if it works. Then I'll come back and tell the show about like everything I learned to see if it works. But it was just mind blowing stuff, man. You, you really realize you, your network is your network, man. Mm. That's really what it comes down to. It nice. was awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Did Jay Massey remember you? Yeah, man. I talked to him. <laughs> I uh, talked to him. Uh, he had, had like a little whiteboard out there. He started teaching the class outside after the conference was done, man. He was out there blowing minds, man. It was, he's a smart dude. He's a smart dude. And uh, Poppy Massey, which is Jay Massey's wife, is actually going to become Mahogany's mentor. So we got some big things in the works, oh, man. Wow. Yeah, so Mahogany's actually putting her two weeks in. May 17th, she's going to drop her two weeks at her job. So we're really in full grind mode. She's going to work her business full-time and the share B&B full-time. And then we take it off, man. I was like, dude, this is the year. We got to take off. You know, so <laughs> Exciting shit happening, man. I'm just real excited about everything I learned, the people I met. So it's been, it's been a real good week. So, so they spoke a lot about about real estate, about buying real estate. What did, what did you learn about that end of the of the spectrum? Um, really, just to keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, the buying side, I'm really on. But one of the main things I took away was becoming the bank. That's where the real power was for me. This guy named ML Billion, he got up there and he was like, he was like, look, man, I'm gonna tell you, I don't. I, I he goes, I own fourteen thousand acres of land. And I do it because I'm the bank. He pretty much, he's a math, he, he accumulated, I think, 800 million in business credit just by buying and selling companies using business oh, wow. trade lines. He bought and sold all these companies, man. Dude had like men in black with him, security with him. <laughs> like, <when he> <laughs> him like, Shit. I was going to the bathroom. One of them asked me where I was going. I was like, hey, I'm just going to the bathroom. <laughs> 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 so, but man, it was so powerful when he talked, dude. He just gave you, he, he, he's like, okay, I'm gonna tell you what he said. He, he was just like, hey, um, who in here could touch $100,000? Hands went up. 200000 hands went up, some went down. He's like, 300000 hands went up, hands went down. A million. One hand stood up. There's a couple hands still up. He goes, two, three million. Hands start going down, right? He goes, look around this room. All, he said, from my perspective, I see billions of dollars. And I'm like, well, like, what? He goes, how he built up his credit, he said, what you can do is all you need is 10 people with a 700 credit score. This will give you access to millions of dollars. I was like, what? So he broke it down. He goes, what he did with his family. There's a billionaire talking to us now. He said, what he did with his family. He took all his family. He... um made sure they all had a 700 credit score. After he got them a 700 credit score, he gave them enough credit cards that would give them $100,000 a piece. He pulled the money off the credit cards, the 100,000 off the credit cards, and he went to the bank with 900,000. And then he told them, hey, if I, and he called these banks, he called calling banks and he said, hey, if I open up a business account with you, and I drop $900,000 in your, in your bank today, would you 3X it in a line of credit? He said, you're going to get some no's, just like doing an arbitrage play. You're going to get some no's because somebody's going to say yes. So 900000 I think times three comes out to like, what, 2.8 million or something like that? Oh. 2 point something million, right? They gave him that in a line of credit. He says, then you take a chunk of that and go to the next bank, tell them, hey, well, you give, I'm going to drop $1.8 million a line of credit into your bank today, but you need to give me 10 times, 10X me in a line of credit. He said, some of them go say no. He said, you call another one. They say, hey, I'll do five times. Sold. You get your five times line of credit. Now you've become the bank, put everything in a trust. And he said, well, my kids want credit cards. They just come to the family trust. I was like, whoa. And he was like, he buys land. He, 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 and then what he does with all the money, he flips businesses. He buys businesses with the lines of credit. And like he breaks down how he wants the businesses. He needs the business to have political power. Uh, is it loanable, sellable, and does it have political power? It, it was some powerful shit up in there, man. I was like, blew my mind. I was like, yeah, I got to try that. So, Damn. So, yeah, I was like, dude, he was right, man. He goes, man, I'm thinking to myself, like, we're always looking for, oh, what's the bank loaning? What's the... Man, you need to be the bank. Be the bank. You need to be the bank. The point of Monopoly wasn't to buy properties and get a hotel. It was to be the damn banker. <laughs> <laughs> it was to be the banker, bro. 
We missed the whole like, man, we missed it. He's like, it's the be the banker. Who has all the money? The bank. <laughs> the bank. Hell yeah. But yeah, it was powerful, man. I'm just really, I'm excited, man. I'm on a high off that shit, man. It was Dang. a good time, man. You run out of paper taking all them notes? Dude, I really did. <laughs> I, that, I took note and for note every word he said. That's all I was able to repeat it because I'm a, April 12th, after because I close on my house on April 9th. We close on the 1031 property. Once that's closed, furnished, I get the, I'm really going to close on the five unit deal in Dallas and the 1031 property. So once that's done, furnish those up. After we furnish those up, we uh, start doing the credit play, start getting our credit inquiries all off, and then we're going to start seeing how we can leverage our business lines of credit, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. So you can get credit inquiries off of your, your credit report? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if y'all need help doing that, holla at my girl, Tiana, Tiana Cruz. She's going to be on the podcast soon, too. Oh, Tiana does that. Uh-huh. She got the whole paperwork to do it, and I'm just following the paperwork, man. Oh, shit. Sure. I need to hit up yeah, Tiana. Yeah, get yeah. The, get, get your credit right. Get, all the cre- get your credit right. Um, once you get your credit right, because your goal, man, I'm really telling you, your goal is to get business credit. That's where the money is. <sighs> yeah, yeah. That is where the money is. So I, I, yeah. your goal should be to transition everything off from yourself and into business lines of credit. And one thing I'm doing now, since I know Mahogany's quitting her job, I'm, I'm happy Mahogany's putting in her two weeks because it set a fire under me. I'm like, yes, because I told him, like, look, because we're going for baby number two. And I'm like, look, just go ahead and put your two weeks in. You, you, you're, you're struggling. You, she was, wasn't, was just stressed. I'm like, man, just forget that. Well, that ain't why we live in life or stress on jobs. Mm. Fuck that. Mm. So I said, put your two weeks in on May 17th. She puts her two weeks in. It just set a fire under me. I was like, man, I got to find a way to start getting paid for my business, increase income. And man, I just came up with a bunch of creative ideas, man. I found new credit cards that are going to help. I, uh, I found a way. And one thing I found was really easy was paying yourself if you own the property. It's way easier. So pretty much my company now, I have to look at it as an arbitrage company. And my CPA said this this year. He's like, on your taxes, because man, that... That Airbnb play, took, I took a hit, man. I took a hit on that Airbnb move I did when I bought that stock and I pulled the money back. Mm. I had to pay taxes on that 13.6. I was like, shit, but it was okay. Mm. I still, you still made money though. Yeah, we still made money. You know what I'm saying? It's a good problem. Yeah. So I ain't nothing out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, right. so I was like, man, I got to go ahead and figure out how to pay myself. So what I did was I'm making sure, you know how I'm saying if a place don't make 500, I'm not touching it. What I found with the one good thing about owning a property, I can lease it to my LLC. My LLC pays me rent every month. Mm. So that's what I'm doing. So I'm making sure every property pays me at least $500 in cash flow and rent every month. Mm. So then I can get more properties if I'm up to 20. Plus, I'm still getting cash flow from the Airbnb short-term rental side, corporate side. But that's just on the personal side. It's paying me. Here's one thing that stood out to me when you're saying that, you know, just hitting up all those banks and with the different, you know, lines of credit and millions here and there, you have access to millions. It's like uh, one of the things that I always hear come up on bigger pockets is like, ah, you know, don't quit your job because you got to you got to keep accumulating properties, even if you're making, you know, it's going to make it real hard to accumulate properties if you don't have a job and if you're self-employed. Like, man, if you got millions already lined up, millions and lines of credit, you don't even need your job anymore. I mean, if you're already making more in your business than you are for your job, you don't have to be tied down to it. Then you can really start growing. See, and that's where like a lot of these people live off. They live off lines of credit, keep the cash in the bank, keep their cash on hand for big investments. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so this is what I found. Like with the line of credit thing, I'm hesitant. I'm not quitting my job yet. And the reason why is because I haven't found the play. And I, maybe this will help me in the future. I haven't found the play of where you can refinance properties very easily without a job, without, you know, and you being self-employed, which I know there's ways out there. I just haven't taken the time to study it, which that's one on my to-do list because I know Kyle Stanley talked about it as well. Um, that's on my to-do list. But that was one thing I was like, okay, if Mogan's off her job, she works her business full-time and our business full-time, the possibilities are endless. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The time factor that she has now to impact our businesses, plus we get the lines of credit going. I'm like, shit, all I need is 300K lines of credit. I'll be up to 10 houses in no time because I'm going to just be mm-hmm. burning the bad boys. So, <laughs> That's all I need. You know, I'll be up there yeah. at no time. So, and then I get up to 20 houses, 10, 20 houses, you're good to go. And then you keep doing the arbitrage play. Because the reason I like the arbitrage play is because I can pick up houses in the middle of a rehab, you know what I mean? Or while I'm getting this property up and running. Yeah. And another thing with Mahogany, you know, not not working or just, you know, putting in her notice for her job 
and you're gonna you're definitely gonna make her a real estate professional right I mean that's where you get the big tax benefits is what she becomes a she has to work a certain amount of hours on the on y'all's real estate business mm-hmm. yeah look it up real she becomes in the in the IRS's eyes she become a a real estate professional and y'all can write really? off all kinds of shit, man. It's like, yeah, it's the next <laughs> level. They talk about that all the time when the tax person comes on a uh, bigger pockets or the other shows. Yeah. She'll become a really? real estate, real estate professional. Of course, she's got to, you know, she's got to work a certain, you, you know, you know how to do it. Oh she's, yeah. I'll have to look it up. Cause I, <laughs> because I know, um, it'll be easier to say it now because she won't have her full-time job. Now should, this will be her full-time job. Like you said, we're working on y'all's on uh, share, but uh, share B and B. Smart idea, you know, okay. so really yeah, it, it, you get to write off a lot more stuff, man. It's big time. It's a big bump. I have to check that out, man. So yeah, because I'm, you know, I'm getting my license. I'm gonna start getting my license on the second I roll in my classes. So okay, I'm start. Go ahead yeah, like she don't even need her real estate license or nothing. She just by doing a certain amount of hours in the real in, in y'all's real estate, she's a real estate professional, and you could you could um file your taxes like that, and you save a lot more money. You get a lot more write offs. Oh, I'm gonna hit. Yeah. I'm gonna roll it by my CPA. I know he'll know. Oh yeah, all big on that. He knows all types. Of, man, he, I have a good ass CPA. <laughs> yeah, man. So what's what's in the future, man? You got another one lined up. How's everything coming along? We got another another unit lined up, and um, another Dallas unit, and and it's it's coming along good. This this one is uh, right there in Uptown. You know, Uptown's a really prime location. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's walking distance, Katy Trail, all those, you know, bars and everything. Mm-hmm. And um and and this this she's she's clearing everything through her HOA. She has this 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 unique situation where she can rent out her place like uh in a different manner than the other people that have moved in, you know, after her cuz she'd been there for a while. So they grandfathered her in, grandfathered her in, where she can rent it out on a shorter term basis. So I mean, I might, I might, this might be like a big find right here if I could do a short term rental right there in Uptown, and because I mean, it's it's a prime location. Plus, it's already furnished. I don't got to do, <laughs> and it's got a little bitty backyard. I mean, man, and you know, pet friendly and all that stuff. It would be a great play just just as like a long term, you know. But yeah. if I could Airbnb that thing. Um, anyway, so we got that one in talks and she's, she just wanted to know more about our business model. And, and she saw, I guess she went to our website and saw the word Airbnb. So she's a little bit, you know, asking about that. Of course, you know, it's all about how you tell her how we're going to do the the thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to, it's a, we rent to corporate professionals and we just use, utilize Airbnb to fill in the gaps, blah, 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 blah. whatever. Um, so that's coming, that's going on. Yeah. What are you going to say? Oh, I got a gem for you for your website, but go ahead. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Remember that website, Jim. Um, so that's going on. I'm looking back into Padre. I want to get me a spot out there. So um, it's actually a buddy at my work hit me up, and and he's he's going to go to Padre. He's going to go check it out for the first time. And I started sending him, "Hey, this look at this kind of look at this kind of. Oh man, yeah, maybe we can get one." I said, "If we go, if we got one together, if we can get something nicer, better on the beach." And then um, I he said, "I can manage it for us. No problem. Make us some money." Yeah, that sounds good, man. That sounds good. So, you know, I'm learning the, I guess, the partnerships is, is, is not as scary as it used to be. I, I love partnerships. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've picked up 10 properties through partnerships. Right, right. It makes right. life easier. Go ahead. It does. It does. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm learning to, to not fear partnerships as much because, I mean, it's been really smooth with Federico. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a beast, right? He takes it to the next level. And, um, and we're going over our mindset together too, like uh, as far as systems. He, he's all about systems, man. Because yeah, he he explained how he hey, with the with the timeshares with you guys, you know how he said he said he could if he just did it the same way he started at the very beginning, like managing y'all's timeshares. He could. He said it would be like a full time job, you know, eight hours a day doing all this, you know, the doing all the okay. listings and everything. But he so he found he said. The reason he found a more efficient way to do it at the same time is because he's lazy. He don't want to do all those hours. <laughs> so he know. made all those system programs and spreadsheets and boom, all color coordinated. And all you got it. And, and, the, and the best part of that was it's teachable. And he could yep. teach other people to do it. And then it takes more burden off of him. I was like, man, that's Next. genius. <laughs> you do it, man. That's how you got to live and do it, man. So what I was going to tell you about your website is uh, – 
you need to start capturing the leads off your website. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but uh, shout out to our guy, Peter Francis, fan of the show is going to be on the show. This guy is going to give you a bunch of gems, but uh, it's this app he told me about called Tidio, T-I-D-I-O. And I just got a hit off of it today using this, this stuff, man. So um, what you can do is you install it on your website and it's a little chat bot. That's all it is is a chat bot. And you can just say, hey, how you doing? Just like we see on these other websites. Yeah, yeah. Like, so today somebody said, hey, I need a 2-2 near, near, near Dallas Methodist. But when they type in their information, if they're logged into Google, Safari, whatever, you automatically get their, their email comes up. And then you can set up an integration where their email automatically goes into your MailChimp. So even if you ain't got nothing or if you give it to somebody else, they're now a part of your marketing platform. So yeah, look it up. It's called T-I-D-I-O, man. It, it's, been a, it's been a game changer. And, it, and it's easy to automate because you can let any VA just download Tidio to their phone, connect it to your, your uh, chat bot, and it's automated right then and there. So man, man so it's been, it's been a lovely, lovely week, man. Just been learning a lot, man. It's, it's crazy how, how, how your life changes when you're just learning so much information and taking it in. Man, man you, your brain must have been on fire at that event. Oh, <laughs> I got so much stuff I need to do. It's like, man, dude, I love those events because they make you, they make you leave with a with a guided direction. Yo, this is what I'm gonna do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. I, I I like you know in a way because a lot of it was a lot of it tailored to short term rentals. Uh, it was just real estate in general, man. Okay, real cool. estate in general, like it was short term rental. Every type of real estate was in there. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot of minorities, right? Mainly, yeah, mainly it was a largely African American crowd. Uh, a few cool. people hit in there. Uh, it man, it was some of everybody in there, but yeah, it was mainly African American crowd. But it was man, it was dope. So that's cool, man. That's cool because I, I I picture you know Jerry and his billionaire, you know, yeah, good old boy club. They got their big old nice fancy hotel, but they got minorities in there trying to figure you know get this thing figure going. It out. Yeah, figure it out, get this thing going, and, and then we'll be owning y'all's hotels next. <laughs> I'm happy you said that. that. That's a play in the future, man. That's a play in the future. A hotel ownership. That's a play in the future. And that's one thing I kind of pulled from this trade line thing. I'm like, man, if we could pop this off and grab a hotel, man. Dude. Mm. Not only grab a hotel, grab a hotel and then turn it into like a boutique hotel where you have kitchens, bathrooms. You know what I mean? Change the game up. You know, you know what's, what's crazy is like you know, every time we gain more knowledge, we look back at like opportunities that we had in the past. You're like, God dang it. You know, if I'd only known now what I knew then, I could have scooped that up and I could have been making some money off that. What crosses your mind? You had something. No, that, that, that right there is the, <laughs> that is the most famous Jay Massey thing ever. Move at the speed of instruction. You can only move at the speed of instruction. If you don't know, you don't know. You but if you know, know, move at the speed of instruction. Take actions. You know what I mean. So that's why <laughs> that's why I learned that from my confidence. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm about to go take smash. You know, so that's really what it is. You got to move at the speed of instruction. Yeah, no, that's that's yeah, I like that. I like that because, like, for example, you know, back when um back when my agent over there in Padre Leilani was, she's saying her boss is going to retire. You know, he's got like these 20 units and he's selling them. He's cause he was managing like 20 units, just old school management. You know, it was, it was South Padre Island real estate, whatever, you know, back to the old school where you charge people charge, they charge 30%, you know, to run your shit for you. And, and then mm-hmm. plus, you know, they have a, a location there where the, where they go pick up the keys and, you know, it's all old school. Right. And, yep. um, he said, yeah, he's, he's getting out of the business. He's going to retire. And, and, you know, he's selling each one of his units, selling uh, one of his, each one of his clients units for 500 bucks each. Hmm. And I was like, just back in the, you know, back before I was even thinking of arbitrage. And I was like, oh, no, I don't know about that. You know, now, fuck, dude, I would have got 20 units, 500 bucks each. They're already fully furnished. They're already fucking pumping money. If I would have known then... <laughs> What I know now, man. I'd have picked up twenty damn arbitrages, five hundred bucks a piece, man. Easy, that's ten grand, man. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but you know, I didn't know. Plus, he was selling a, a hotel, hotel slash restaurant, dude, for like really? one 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 point one million. 
And I, I was like, how the hell am I going to get 1.1 million? Oh, you know, I guess a friend of mine said, oh, you know, you can go get a, a business loan. You can get this and that. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. But it's with that stuff, you, knows how to get it. Exactly. If and um, and it was like a 25 unit like um hotel with came with a restaurant, came with several pools, came with, and it was it was like. I mean, I was like, even if I just bought it and then just sold each individual unit off, I would have made my money back right away. And then some, I would probably double my money. I just don't know how to do these big deals yet. And that's what you're learning. That's what you're rubbing uh, elbows with these big dogs. So you can, so opportunity like that comes up, you'll know what to do. Yeah. And if I don't know what to do, I know who to call. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, it's, 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 it's beautiful, man. We just, now, the hard work that we've put in on this podcast for the last, what, four years, the people we've been able to meet, you know what I'm saying? That's power, man. The, the people we have access to, that is some powerful shit that yeah. we sometimes don't take advantage of. I'm like, man, we sometimes don't take advantage of these relationships. Man, and every, now the one thing I noticed, everyone in that room talked about. Everyone got to where they were through relationships. Mm. Every last one of them, they're like, dude, you got to have relationships. You got to build rapport with people. You got to let people know what you do. Let people know what you're looking for. So when I went in there and I thought about that and I changed my clubhouse bio and I changed it to everything that I'm looking for. Hey, looking for distressed properties in the Little Rock, Arkansas area. Looking for multifamily investors to partner with for short-term rentals. Uh, looking for business tr- lines of credit, trade lines. So I changed that so people know what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Then people can mm-hmm. help you. They can't help you if they don't know. You know what I mean? So it, 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 that was the most common thing I noticed. Most common thing. Relationships. The power of relationships. Yeah, it was relationships. That's what everyone kept saying. It's relationships. So. Yeah, that's what we, that's, um, when is the next Clubhouse Live, man? Uh, I think in August. And Are you going to that? Hell yeah. <laughs> August in, in the ATL. So, you know, I'm flying out. I got to go catch that, man. So It'll be a new environment, and I'm, I'm definitely going to network my ass off while I'm there. So, yeah, I will definitely be in the house. So, if you, uh, you want to go, definitely follow, um, follow uh, Alvin Hope Johnson on Instagram, Clubhouse, wherever you may be, and he'll, he'll definitely be posting that information. So, I'll definitely be there. Yeah, that was powerful. Alvin Hope Johnson, the man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and he, he's a laid-back, cool dude, man. I, I kicked the whip. He's a cool ass dude. Like, if you walk past him, you just wouldn't know. And that, that's the thing. You never know who you're around, man. Like, he's so laid back and cool. I was like, damn, this dude's pretty cool, man. Like, first walked in, I walked, I was like, hey, Alvin. And I told him, he was like, yeah, you're on my pocket. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and he met me in Mahogany. It was cool, cool, laid back time. Mm, 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 yeah. His approachability is crazy. That is awesome, though. Just the mindset alone being there, you know? Yeah. Just instead of uh, all we see, like, on the TV and stuff like that, like, from, you know, from us, our minority counterparts is like, you know, we're the victims, we're the victims, they owe us, they owe us. Once you switch that around, ain't nobody owe you shit. You got to go out there and get it, man. Facts. Then you're going to start moving mountains. Yes, sir. Facts. That's you what know? it's about, man. Take control of your own neighborhood. Buy your own shit. Get your shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one reason why I love matter of fact I have we have a powerful guest coming to the stage about that type of life you know um, uh, our guy uh, our guy uh, Chris Senegal man he, he's gonna definitely change perspective and the big shit he's doing in Houston like he's literally buying back the neighborhood so when they try to come gentrify him he already owns the block you know it's powerful stuff he's doing so I want y'all to definitely check out that episode he'll be on shortly um, but yeah man it, it's been Real, real powerful with all the people I've been able to meet and the stuff that I've been able to learn. So just mm. a blessing, really. You know. That is cool, man. I'm still I'm still um you know, going steady and and, and you know, right now, like I said, we're doing the you know, getting one good property at a time, one, you know, one that we know it'll be uh it'll be profiting on day one. And that's just an approach we're taking right now. Mm-hmm. But as as we um yeah, I start utilizing that, getting my, my business credit. Cause there's been a few like really nice spots I found in Dallas, like really fucking nice mm-hmm. that um, they want, but they said to do corporate, they want us to, to use our, you know, sign up through this different, this different way you sign up with your business, you know, yeah. your business. You got a business though, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. We, we, we do LLC, but we don't have any 
we just started, so we don't have any business credit built up yet. You got a business bank account? Yeah. They gave you a business credit card, right? Uh, not well. I just had the debit card. No, I Oh yeah, that's the first thing you get day one. Get you a business credit card. Business then you swipe card. everything off that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's the only thing you need to be swiping is everything on your business credit card. Whatever's in your debit, that's just what your limit is. Pay it off like that. And just build your business credit up. Um, and then uh, what you do is start ordering stuff from people where you can get a trade line. Get you an Amazon Business Prime account, and they'll give you an account number. And then that's now a trade line. Then get you a Quill account, Granger. No, don't uh, Quill. I'm hearing is not reporting anymore. But Quill, Granger, Amazon Business Line of Credit, Shell Gas Card. It's another place called Shirtsy. They they'll they'll open a trade line for you. Like you can put your shirt, your uh, logo on your shirt, Argus Rentals, um, and they'll they'll open a trade line for you. Um, yeah, just open up a bunch of business trade lines. And once you have your DMB, you open you a NAV account, nav.com. Go on there, uh, sign up for their $30 a month service. They'll open a trade line for you. And when you go check your DMB, you'll see how many trade lines you have. And then what you do is start opening up with other banks. So now you've been open, I don't know how many months. Go to another bank and open another one. And then what they'll do is they'll start offering you credit cards. But offer, at, tell them, hey, the day I open this account, I want a credit card attached with it. So when we opened Mahogany's new business, we walked in um, Wells Fargo where we already had a business relationship and they gave her $30,000 the first day. Yeah, so oh, definitely wow. business credit's powerful, man. I, I could go all day with this. <laughs> so how long did it take you to build yours to where you could use it just to, to rent things and stuff? Um, two year, About two years. About okay. two years. No, what did I do in the arbitrage plays at that place? Probably three years ago. So about, yeah, about two years, a year and a half, two years. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna have two years because maybe make sure you're filing taxes on that LLC too every every year. Yeah, so this year, that, yeah, yeah. If they say that two years and then you say you're profitable for two years, man, they'll just start throwing money at you. <laughs> for real, they they see that you're a profitable business man because most of you, I think most businesses fail with the first five years or something like that. So if you have a four or five year LLC, they love that. Now you you're a fan of multiple LLCs. Um, yes. Uh, I haven't started. I only got two, one for my business, one for Mahogany's. I do plan on start getting a third and a fourth. I'm going to get an LLC for every house. I do plan on doing that and then create trade lines between the two LLCs using, um, what is that place called? Using, is it Dun & Bradstreet? Using one of them, create trade lines between the two LLCs and then get business credit on both. So yeah, business credit's huge, man. You can get 0% APR credit cards for like 12 months and then you start up arbitrage off 0%. You're getting hit with 0% uh, interest for 12 months. So you can go ahead and get your arbitrage paid off. You know, so it's just multiple things that you can do. And remember, business credit don't show up on your personal credit report. report. So then you can, that's why I'm still buying and refinancing houses because my business is separated from my personal. Mm, yeah, it doesn't throw the, the debt to income ratio out of whack. There you go. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's what I love about it. Nice, man. So what does the future hold for you? Man, my goal is to get up to, I don't know. I think I'm, I do, like I said, I do want to do the 20 arbitrages. Um, and once I'm done with the 20 arbitrages, I do want to start focusing. I, I'm still, I'm doing both. Like right now, 20 arbitrages, buy about, get about 20 houses under me. Once we have the 20 houses, the 20 arbitrages, I think we'll be sitting good. Um, I think that's where I want to be. Just 20 houses, 20 arbitrages. And then after that, I do kind of want to move into the multifamily space. Okay. Why don't you just hop into that right away? Multifamily. Um, I, I, I'm thinking about it. I got a plug. I talked to Alvin and he, he showed me a good little program that he has. And I'm thinking about it too. Uh, my goal would be if I do hop into the multifamily space right now, I would want to leverage my short-term rental knowledge. So if I was to get a multifamily and I was to partner with a deal, matter of fact, any multifamily people out there, if y'all are willing to do this, since we got a crowd of people listening, let me go ahead and pitch what I want to do. Um, I would like to hop into the multifamily space, but the 20% of the leases that usually would go to corporate housing, I want to take those and make those my short-term rental or corporate housing leases. So if I would do want to partner with someone, then we have leases day one. So that is something I want to do so that I can get the equity and get the short-term rental piece. Mm. I just really want to leverage my knowledge on that. So that, that is one thing I want to do. Nice. Nice. So you, would you be open to like a syndication or something, or you just want to, you want to buy it just you and maybe one other person? 
No, I mean, it don't matter how many people in on it, but I just, I would want that as one of the contingency, I wouldn't say, yeah, as a contingency, you could say, is to be able to partner with them and then also be a part, be an investor and be able to do the corporate leases on 20% of them. Okay. And why 20%? Well, that's what usually most apartment complexes they hold for corporate leases is 20% of their space. Yeah, but we're different than them though, aren't we? What do you mean? We're, that's the old, old style way to do it. Why can't you do 100% short-term leases and corporate leases? And you could do it that way, but I'd rather just stick to the traditional 20%, let the rest go to the bank and all your investors get paid. And it's not oh, okay. too confusing for everybody. Just do your 20 like normal and then go that way. Oh, okay. Interesting. (laughs) That's how I want to run the play. Nice, nice. Yeah, man. Good good episode. Yes, sir. Did you ever hear from the other guests that were supposed to come on? No. No, they just kind of fell through. Hey, y'all, y'all going to come on the show? People out there, you going to hop on the show? Come through. Don't stand us up. Cause yeah, time is money, and uh, <laughs> but it's good. We 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 got a, an episode. Me and you up up. That's you know that's always fun to do, and um, even though it's short notice, we always have stuff to talk about. Yeah, man, always doing something, man. It, 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 what's funny? Cause I, you know, you, you're talking big things over there. I'm still you know hopping. You know, one. You know, we, we cover both ends of the spectrum, and I you know I do want to do big big things like. In, in the, You're in doing the big things, man. Big things gonna come. You just do it one day at a time. Right, You're one day at one, a time. You know, I've done the play where I've done the one at a time, one at a time. Then I yeah. just five, ten exits. All you got to do. Right, right, right. But here, here's here's another funny thing. This there's a there was a a two bedroom, a two bedroom, one bath, two bedroom, one bath, or two bedroom, two bath over there in Dallas, right? Another one, and it's it's this older complex, like in the middle of these giant, you know big brand new complexes like um oaklawn area really nice area but it's just like it's just like this one that's like the last one standing got the the new ones all around and shit and um the lady that owns it she was gonna let us do corporate whatever and um she didn't want airbnb she was saying she didn't want short term and another stipulation she didn't want any pets and i was like it's been on the market for a long time. I'm like, that's a hard, that's, I mean, maybe, you know, if you allowed pets and corporate, I mean, it was such a good, it was a good price, but I was like, man, so many of these travel nurses, so many of these traveling people, you know, they bring their pets nowadays. Right. Mm-hmm. And so how, that's just gonna, uh, that's just gonna handicap you. How are you going to make money doing that? How are you going to make money running in a place that doesn't allow pets at all? You know what though? And, and let me kind of break that down. Like when people say have all this red tape, like, we just walked away from a deal today because it was too much red tape. Like, it's just too much, like, just crazy stuff. Like, hey, no pets, 30 days only, no Airbnb. To this point in my business, I'm to the point where it's like, this is my business model. And if you don't like it, we're moving on. Because we have to be like that. Because it's like, don't bend your rules. You know what I mean? If you have your rules, you know you're a good company, you're going to get a yes. Don't bend your rules, man. Like that's how we, yeah. we, we did. It's crazy. We literally, me and my two partners, we had this conversation today. We're like, look, if they're putting all this red tape out there, we just got to go on to the next deal. You know what I mean? We're offering to get 10 units from you and you can't fit our needs. Then we got to move on, you know? Yeah. You need me. I don't need you. There you go. You know it's, what I mean? Because yeah. when this moratorium's up, I'm pretty sure some people in there ain't paying no rent. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I don't know how fast you're going to be able to fill all those people not paying rent. And I don't know how fast. Uh, I don't think you're about to just be able to take them to court day one. So you better start taking advantage of these leases. <laughs> I must yeah. good paying Americans. <laughs> you know what else inspired me, man? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, did you watch the UFC Friday night? Naganu. Uh, I missed it, but I watched the replay of it. I was like, God, God. Yeah, dude, he's he's a beast. Uh, originally from Cameroon. Yes, sir. And then he, you know, he, he, and I went back and listened to his, his him on Joe Rogan podcast. It was a great mm-hmm. podcast. It was a few months ago, a month or so ago. And, um, and he actually has this crazy backstory, how he, 
you know, he was over there in Cameroon, you know, of course, dirt poor. Since 10 years old, he was just, I mean, to get to, to do work, he was just shoveling sand. I mean, you imagine shoveling sand at these sand pits, whatever, at freaking 10 years old. And uh, makes you strong, though. And <laughs> so he just tells about this being dirt poor, not having money for a class to have a, a pen and a piece of paper to do anything in school and not having money for clothes and all this stuff. And he just had it. It is so cool because I, I, I'll send you the ep too. But he just had this mindset, you know, and, and he wanted to be, he knew he was going to be the champion. He thought, at first he thought it was going to be boxing or whatever. And he just had this, he needs to get out of here. He needs to get out of this place, you know, and he didn't know how he was going to do it. But he's just had this, he goes, he had a dream. He goes, most people in my, where I'm from, they don't have any dreams. And they just content. If they get food that day, they're cool with that. And that's it. And they're going to just work the pits. He goes, but I had this dream to get out of here. And he said, like, when he was 22 years old, he made a trip, you know, across Africa to get out. You know, he went to Nigeria, went to Niger, went through across the Sahara Desert, you know, he's talking these crazy stories, 50 people in this like Tacoma pickup, little bitty Tacoma pickup going across the desert, no water and just he's holding on to the side for dear life. You know, if you, if you fell, you were done, you're going to die out in the desert. And he goes just cramps, you know, from his hands holding on to this freaking side with 50 freaking people in this little truck. And, um, he just tells a story of how he finally made it to Morocco, trying to cross, trying to get over to Spain, trying to get over to France. I mean, it's it's this long, this harrowing tale where he almost died several times, getting chopped up by barbed wire, getting beaten by, you know, soldiers and all this shit. But he just kept in his mind. He has this dream. Right. And there's nothing's going to stop him from accomplishing this. Right. He didn't have no money. Didn't have nothing. man. Mm-hmm. Cross this freaking this this water and this freaking kiddie pool to try to get across. And I mean, I mean, the story goes on and on and how he finally made it to, to France, you know, got into a gym, started doing good there, started doing his first fights and finally made it from there. He started getting some steam, you know, knocking people out, getting over to the United States and doing some fights. And now. Now, I mean, he, I mean, long story short, he went through all that shit. He's, you know, he's a millionaire now. First thing he's doing is helping out his, you know, his former, you know, where he's from. And he's building schools and building all, you know, building gyms and doing all this, the crazy, this cool stuff. And just, he don't, he didn't forget where he came from, you know? And, and, um, and it's just like, if he can go through all that shit, all he had in his head was a dream, something that he wanted to accomplish and nothing, nobody was going to stop him from it. Mm. And he accomplished it and he became the heavyweight champion of the freaking world. Right. And, you know, a millionaire on top of that. And, um, and he's over there doing, using his, his money and influence to help his, you know, his former community. And it's like, we're, we're spoiled here. We have everything. We have First world problems. We have it. <laughs> And people complain all the motherfucking time. And yeah, and then they don't want, oh, you know, we can't do nothing to the rich people. If he can make it with nothing, literally fucking nothing, then what is anybody's excuse? What is my excuse? Oh, I'm tired today. I don't feel. Fuck, I don't have any excuses. Nobody has any excuses. So that was like an inspiring story. Saturday, he became heavyweight champion of the world. And I'm like, man, if he can do it, anybody can freaking do it. Yep. It's all about mindset, bro. That's it. Keep that dream. Keep that dream going. Don't let anybody. Everybody's trying to tell him he's dumb. He's crazy. Don't do it. You know, you're. you're, Why are you doing that? Just be content with blah, 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 blah. It's like he didn't listen to anybody because he had that dream in his head. And so, yeah. I just call it the subtle art of not giving a fuck. (laughs) Straight up, man. You got to content. This is what I'm doing. Don't ever, ever let nobody stop you. Don't let nobody distract you. Me and Mahogany had a whole conversation about that it's just about being focused focus 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 if this is your goal don't let nobody distract you let nobody's energy come in and take that away man mm. stay on top of it man for real once you have that energy little things are going to come up and it's just going to be a test is this going to get you off your game don't let it get you off your game man right you have a purpose you have a purpose everyone has a purpose and an end goal you know what i mean Mm-hmm. So once you don't let nobody take you, don't take nothing off of your mind off of it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have bumps here and there, but keep on pushing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. let no one kill your dream. Straight up, man. <laughs> LLT. LLT in the house. Yeah, man. Great up. Where can people find us? Find us on Clubhouse, Instagram. I ain't really been posting on Instagram, but uh, find us on Clubhouse, Instagram. I'm going to get back on it. 
Uh, email us at liveletthrive at gmail.com. If you want a clubhouse invite, it's just to say what's up. If you got something that'll help us out, if you're a multifamily investor and uh, would lo- love my proposition, hit us up. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find us. YouTube, we dro- try to drop an episode every Wednesday. I don't think last Wednesday we dropped one. I think I was in Vegas or something. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. One question for you, Steve. Where, where, where's a good place to stay in Cancun? <laughs> I've never been to Cancun. I've never been. Oh, yeah. Never been. I've been to the other coast. Um, no, she's never been either. She's never been either. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I'm, sure I'm looking at some Airbnbs out there. I thought y'all knew a good spot. Okay. That was my last one. One warning on that is um i know it's 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 like it might never happen or whatever but um they don't have they don't have a lot of the um what do they call carbon dioxide carbon monoxide detectors mm-hmm. over there and and uh, everywhere all these places old you know it might be older places no. they use everybody uses gas right oh. so i mean it, it it happens people die from that you know you, you go to sleep there's a gas leak you're fucking dead you know you can't you can't you can't smell it you can't i mean you might, you know, they're supposed to make it where you can smell it or whatever. Yeah. But just be careful. And they even you can even buy buy one to plug in over there. You know, go to Amazon, pay ten bucks and buy a carbon mono, carbon um monoxide detector. Definitely add them to the my to do list. Okay. Yeah, just to be safe, because I mean there's the there's a report of people, you know, families dying or staying at an Airbnb had a gas leak no one knew about and maybe we should stay at the resort. <laughs> <laughs> you know cancun you, you probably yeah stay at an all-inclusive resort why not fucking yeah it's yeah, be like place. six of us going though oh okay okay would an airbnb be better that's a good it's a good question i mean i don't know i like i said i've never been i mean resorts are pretty cool it has a the swimming pool has the gourmet food all that stuff included you probably get a damn good deal in an all-inclusive space right now so you might try that yeah. okay okay definitely thanks for the heads up so yeah i'll be in cancun for my 32nd birthday i can't wait to go oh uh, when is that uh may 26th so we're oh, gonna roll right. out may 28th through the 31st i think somebody's birthday is re- your daughter's birthday right right may 27th I, yeah i knew it i was yeah. with somebody <laughs> you, 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 okay. the 12th may 12th yeah. oh dang they're all mays That's, we're all mays too I'm May <laughs> 26th my mom's may 6th my niece is may 28th and Mahogany's grandma's May 17th. Mahogany's mom's May 19th, I want to say. Dang, something like a lot of May's. May Day. Yeah. May <laughs> up. Made but up. yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, man. Thank y'all for continuing to listen to us, man. This, this podcast has been awesome. I would even say this podcast has been life-changing just for us, mm-hmm. the people we've been able to meet, the, the connections. Man, I, I, without this podcast, half the people at that event I went to wouldn't have even known me, but a lot of people have been on the podcast and they was like, Oh yeah, you might give me, you know? So it's, it was cool, man. It was love, nothing but love in there, man. So thank y'all for continuing. Cool. Yeah. And we, and we like, when we get guests on and, and see what they do after the podcast, it's like, Oh man, it's so cool. Speaking of it, man, that's why you should have came. You should have came. Cause the first person that asked me, well, the first person I went up to was Jay Macy. And he goes, where's your partner? I'm like, oh man, he ain't coming. Yeah, so you gotta, you gotta start coming, man, because Jay Massey asked about you. Man, that'd have been cool. I should have went. Next one, yeah. I'm going. I'm going. ATL, let's get it, man. Oh, no, it's in the ATL. Yeah, it's in the ATL. Oh, nice, cool. Let's do it. All right, man. All right, we we'll are see you. out. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live Let Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.